It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuned in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we got a good one dialed up for you. Um, we're going to recap the uh, wild card weekend, and wow, was it a wild card weekend for sure. Going to talk to Cowboys, going to talk Eagles uh, for sure, what it means for the future of their head coaches uh, right now, who's to blame for the Eagles' meltdown, going to dive into all the other games. We're going to recap, uh, the, we're going to recap the, uh, the, the wild card weekend, and we're going to preview the divisional round uh, as well. We got some really good um, games, a lot of games, um, a couple of few games that here that are going to be, um, a lot of teams are going to be uh, on upset alert for sure, including my 49ers. Um, going to talk about the head coaching vacancies there, Bill Belichick, hot news coming out of Atlanta there, hot news coming out of Atlanta with uh, Jim Harbaugh as well. A lot of coaching carousels going on. So we're going to talk about that and so much more. And um, we're going to dive into, uh, we're going to get into E. Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't already know, I'm putting up the 2-5 tonight. So if you're listening, call in and um, see if you can, uh, if you can get that 2-5. That's 347-637-3286. With that being said, let's bring in Mr. E. Scott. Mr. E. Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? Base, how low can you go? Death Row, what a brother know. Once again, Black is the Incredible. Prime Animal, Public Enemy Number One, Bob said Freeze, and I got numb. <laughs> Good stuff, my man, my man. Again, always coming in as smooth as ice. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, long-time listeners, got to give my man a shout-out. Today is E. Scott's birthday, so shout-out yep, to yep. E. Scott on his birthday tonight. So uh, we're clapping it up for you. And our, our listeners right now, if you're listening, call in to give a shout-out or send us in a comment to wish uh, E. Scott a happy birthday. So much appreciate you, you know, joining us on, on your special day, man, for sure, for sure. Hey, man, I just, All right, I'm, uh, just, I'm just blessed to see another trip around the sun, man. I appreciate it. Amen, brother. Amen, for sure. All right, man. Uh, listen, I know we talked about, I, I said that we we're going to, you know, talk about the NFL, the, the playoffs. But what we want to do tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we started the season off. If you if you were with us prior to the season starting, of the NFL season, that is, uh, we did an over and under show, ladies and gentlemen. And what that means is E. Scott gave me over and under or gave us over and under for all 34, I mean, excuse me, 34, all 32 teams. And um, I want to see how I fared um, here. You know, we did the over and under, and you know, before the season, you know, I did the over under. See if I see how well I did. Did I push? And see, I'm, I hope I'm. I hope I'm at 500 at least. But E. Scott, take it away, brother, and let me let it, let the listeners know how uh, how we did or how I did. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need you to keep score on it, but I'm going to go through them real quick. All right. um, let's start with okay. the NFC North. Chicago, mm-hmm. I set the over and under at nine. You said over, I said over. Final record, seven and ten. So we blew that one. Um, Detroit, we set the over and under at 10. I said under, you said under, I said under. They finished 12 and 5. We blew that one. Um, Minnesota, I set the over and under at 8. You said over, I said over. They finished 7 and 10. Another one we blew. Uh, Green Bay, (laughs) I set the over and under at 8. You said under, I said over. They finished nine and eight. So one for me, none for you so far. Uh, <laughs> like the, the, these prognostications, ladies and gentlemen, for entertainment purposes only. Don't go out there and put the mortgage on it and, and, and blame yeah, us. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> NFC, NFC South, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. over and under seven. You said under. I said over. They finished at nine and eight. Carolina. We set the over and under at eight. We both set under. We won both won that one. They finished two and five. Atlanta. Okay. I set the over and under at seven. You said over. I said under. They finished seven and ten. So neither one of us really won that one. Because you said over, I said under. We pushed. Um, New Orleans, over and under, was 12. We both said under. We finished Mm -hmm. nine and eight. So we both won that one. NFC East, okay. the New York Football Giants set the over and under at ten. You said under, I said under. They finished six and eleven. The Washington okay. Football Team set the over and under at eight. We both said under. They finished four and thirteen. Okay. The gosh dang Dallas Cowboys set <laughs> the over and under at eleven. We both said under. They finished twelve and five. Okay. Philly. Over and under was set at thirteen. You said under. I said push. I thought they would win thirteen. They finished eleven and six. <laughs> NFC okay. West. The Rams. The over and under was at seven. You said push. I said over. They finished ten and seven. So I won that one. Arizona. Okay. The over and under was at seven. You said under. I said over. They finished four and thirteen. Geno Smith. Okay, well, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go 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 back to that one. Did, did what did I say that was? Arizona. You said over. I'm sorry. You said under. I said over. So you get a point. I don't. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Geno Smith. No, I didn't see The over and under was set at nine. You said over. I said over. They finished nine and eight, so no points there. San Fran, we set the over and under at 12. They finished 12 and five. You said over. I said push. I got that one right. Okay. You got that one right. Over to the AFC. Cleveland Browns, over and under was a seven. Let's see. I said, you said under. I said over. The the um, end result was eleven and six. Okay, so you got that point. Okay. Cincinnati, the over and under was at eleven. You said over, I said under. 
They finished at nine and eight. Okay. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, uh, Pittsburgh. Over and under was six. You said over. I said over. They finished ten and seven. The Ravens. Okay. The Ravens. The over and under was at eleven. You said push. I said over. They finished at thirteen and four. AFC okay. South. The over and under was eight. You said under. I said under. They finished at ten and seven. Indy. Okay. Indy. The over and under was set at seven. Uh, you said under. I said over. They finished nine and eight. Tennessee. The over and under was nine. You said under. I said over. They finished at six eleven. Six and eleven. Jacksonville. Okay, so you got that. Over you got that one right, right? No, you got it right. Oh, I got it right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, because I said over. Okay, you said under. Okay, gotcha. They were six and eleven. Jacksonville. The over and under was ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said push. I said over. We both got it wrong. They were nine and eight. Okay. Uh, AFC East, New England. The over and under was at seven. I said over. You said under. They finished four and thirteen. Okay. Miami, over and under. We said at ten. I said under. You said over. You fin- We finished. They finished eleven and six. The Jets. This is before we knew A.A. Ron would get hurt after four plays. <laughs> the, over, the over and under was at 11. You said under. I said push. They finished 7 and 10. So you won that one. Okay. Buffalo. <laughs> over and under was set at 10. You said over. I said over. They finished 11 and 6. AFC West, last division. The Los Angeles Chargers. We set the over and under at 7. I said over. Oh, sorry, you said over. I said under. They finished five and twelve. The Denver okay. Broncos. Denver Broncos. The over and under was at eight. We both said over. They finished eight and nine. So push. Okay. The the Raiders. The over and under was seven. You said under. I said. We both said under. They finished eight and nine. So we blew that one. Gotcha. And the last team, KC, the over and under was 13. I said push. You said over. They finished 11 and 6. Okay. All right. If I if I kept score correctly, you got 15, I, 15 correct, and I got 12 correct. If I kept score correctly, ladies and gentlemen, we can go back to revisit it for sure, though. It, it seems like you did a little better in the AFC than you did in the NFC. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. For sure. It's funny looking yeah. back uh, this, how, go. like, because we did this prior to the season start before we knew anything. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much parity in the NFL with quarterbacks going down, teams messing up. And, and, and it's good to look back to see what we thought versus what really happened. But we both finished above 500. Well, no, wait. But the thirty-two no. teams, and we both finished below five hundred. <laughs> Again, yeah. you may have finished. You may have been at five hundred. I think I may have missed one. E, so to be honest with, you, I may have missed one on you. So I'm key. I, I got right now. I got your fifteen 
you may be at 500 for sure. I think I missed the Bills one. What did you say the Bills one? I actually, I can't even go back. Don't even worry about it. We'll, we'll re, I'll revisit it. I'll look at it. I'll do it again. I'll re, listen to the replay, and then I'll, I'll give you an, an, an official uh, score there for sure. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, um, yeah, again, yeah. these these, these, these classifications are for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, we're not out here advocating, you know, listen to you know, K-Walk and East Scott, even though we care when no one else cares, but we care so much that we're telling you not to listen to us when we talk <laughs> about, you know, the over and under. That's how much we care about you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, let's dive into it. E, uh, we got our good buddy, uh, Impeccable Timing. We got our good buddy, uh, Special K on. I knew K would be on. I knew K would be on <laughs> early because of the fact hey. of the matter is what is hey. <laughs> Hey, my man, my man, Special K, thank you so much for joining us, brother. How you doing this evening? Man, it's a great, 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 beautiful week, you know, <laughs> great, beautiful week. The sun is shining, uh, even though the, the wind is blowing, but the sun is shining on the great state of Florida, you know. I mean, if y'all didn't know, there's only one team that's still playing in Florida. Although we got three, you know, there's only one team that's still playing. I bet y'all can't guess which team is still playing. I think it's Jacksonville. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wrong. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, Miami, Miami pulled that win off, didn't they against KC? Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Yeah. Before we dive too deep into it, what's your weather like up there? Because uh-huh. I've been seeing, you know, oh, all wow. kind of stuff about the weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's right now today. It was like twenty something degree. I think it got up to like twenty five degrees. Windy, you man, ice it. on the ground. Yeah, for real. I, I, I hear you, brother. But yeah, I saw this meme. I saw this meme. This said, can somebody call Florida and ask us? Ask them, can we boil forty forty degrees worth of weather until Friday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said. I said, look, our weather yeah, has we ain't got it right now. <laughs> no, we really don't. <laughs> You're right, Kay. We really don't. Because it's cold for us. <laughs> What's cold for us down there? Gee, anything under 50? It was in the 40s today. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cold anyway. That's cold anyway. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. But, but, but you, you don't understand. In, in Florida, that's a snow day. Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like us. We're setting the city down. <laughs> uh, that that makes yeah that makes perfect sense. So we probably feel in the same way. We probably feel in the same way right now. But yeah, but uh, yeah, good stuff. All right, let's let's dive into it um, right now, man. And, and I want to talk about uh, the first game. I mean, I can go either way with these with these teams, but um, you know what? Let, let's do it. Let, let, let's do it since my, our, our guy is on here, and it's just probably you know if you ask a lot of people between two teams as far as the Eagles and the Cowboys, who's the biggest disappointment. Since we got our man uh, Special K on and he's chomping at the bit, let's talk about the uh, you know, the Eagles and, and, and the Bucks and that uh, debacle uh, of a game, E, 32-9. to E, we knew that the Eagles were, you know, I, I can't even say stumbling in, man, because I don't even think that, that they were that sturdy coming into the playoffs, man, for sure. But you give me your thoughts and opinions on this. And again, the score was thirty. Unless you're living under a rock, ladies and gentlemen, the score was thirty-two to, to, to nine. Um, the the uh, the Eagles just had to collapse at the, in the last eight games of the season. They started off ten and one, finished the season one and seven. And um, you know, a lot of people went in there thinking that, and myself included, I thought they were playing possum. But you know, 
when they play possum, man, you just continue to run over them and, and, and they show otherwise. And that's what the Bucks did here. E, your thoughts and opinions on this game and, you know, what's going on, you know, with that team, meaning the Eagles. And also, less than, I think it's, a lot of people are taking away, giving credit, are taking away credit from the Bucks and looking at it so much of the Eagles' downfall. But what say you about this game and, and, uh, and both teams? Well, we said last week that we thought Tampa could win that game because of the way mm-hmm. the Eagles had played in the last um, seven games. Um, I think the turning point for the Eagles is when Sirianni promoted Matt Patricia to defensive coordinator. He took a bad defense and turned it into the worst defense in the league. And then wow. if you go back and revisit, um, Kay has said, and I know I've said, and I think, Kay, well, even you've said, even when the Eagles were on that 10-1 10, 10 run, none of that yeah. wins were really mm-hmm. impressive. They weren't dominating mm-hmm. teams. They weren't, they weren't slapping teams around. They were doing just right. enough to win. Now, I did think that was enough. I was like, okay, because the W is a W. But come to find out, I mean, like I said, once Sirianni made that move and put Patricia at, at – um, Defensive coordinator, that team was yeah. the hell, dog. They went one and seven in their last eight games. I mean, that's an all-time collapse. Now, I don't want to take nothing away from the Bucks because the Bucks no. all the Bucks did what they need yeah. to do. I mean, you feel yeah. you got to figure Baker Mayfield was out there playing with house money. I think they paid him. Uh, I think they're paying him like ten dollars a game. I mean, he, he had a contract. He was on a he was on a per game mm-hmm. basis, so he had nothing Plus to lose. Tips, yeah. and, and and he was mm-hmm. out there swinging that thing. I mean, and you know they got to get back some money now. But he was playing with house money. He had nothing to lose. And the Bucks, you can see on the game money. That was that mentality. We can win this game. If we win, great. If we don't, hey, man, we still had a good season. Those guys were having fun. They played well, and they won the football game. The Eagles looked up tight, and the 32-9 score is deceiving. Tampa won that yeah. game. <laughs> they were yeah. beating the brakes off them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and especially and Kay, I'll come to you last because this is your team that that we're talking about. So you know, I'll leave the floor for you to you know to clean it up, if you will. Um, yeah, you know what, man, I, I when you look at this game and, and the first drive of this game, you saw what type. You kind of had a feel of what type of game it was going to be. The Bucks just went up the field, went down the field on, on these guys. I mean, they were running the ball, you know. They were, and, and it could have been a lot worse, but there were some some drop passes, you know, by the Bucks receivers and tight ends as well. So it could have been a lot worse. But they, you could just tell that the the, uh, the Eagles were so disinterested in this game. And again, nothing to take away from the Bucks because they took full advantage of it. You know, this is a, a you know professional football team in a playoff environment in their home. There was no way they were going to lose this game. And I know I said last week that you know, I thought the Eagles were going to you know play possum, but I don't know what it is about this team or what it was or what changed. As a 49er fan, I, I like to say take credit and say, listen, after the 49ers beat them the way that they did, they took their psyche away. I could say that, but I'm not going to say that. But I just don't know what it is because they could have rebounded from that game, but they just weren't able to, to get right, <laughs> if you will. They, they couldn't get right for whatever reason it is. You could, and a lot of people are blaming Sirianni. A lot of people are blaming Jalen Hurts. But when you hear Fletcher Cox come out today and defend his coach, like, you know, no, that's not what the reason is. Okay, okay, that's not, he's not the reason. What is the reason? 
Because how do you go from being, you know, you know, arguably a play away last year in the Super Bowl, that holding call, you know, could have been the difference in, in them winning and losing. Obviously, a lot of people thought it was the difference. Then you start off the season 10-1. and one. Again, wasn't impressive 10-1, and one, but 10-1 and one is 10-1 and one nonetheless. And then everything just shuts down. You brought in two new coordinators at the beginning of the season, but again, 10 and 1. So there's no excuses up to that 12th game. I don't know what the reasons uh what the reasons is, what the reasons are, how it went so downhill from there because a lot of these games they weren't even competitive in. And if you watch that game against the Bucks, they couldn't even tackle. They couldn't tackle a guy in a phone booth, man. It, it was really that bad. Um for sure, but you know, going to the Bucks now. Baker Mayfield was on point. Baker Mayfield was so confident. Um, Todd Bowles was so confident um, in calling. And you could just see their face after that third drive. They knew they had that game won after that third drive. I think they scored on the first four or five drives. Uh, Kay, correct me if I'm wrong there when, when I get to you. But they were so uh, – even though there were, there were um, field goals – a lot of it was self-inflicted wounds for the Bucks because they had a couple of drop passes that could have extended the drives and could have turned into a touchdown. But nonetheless, I don't know what's wrong with the Eagles, but the Bucks took full advantage of it. And you could tell the Bucks are serious because it wasn't like it was a 14-9 game or a 20-9 game. It was a 32-9 game, and it could have been a lot worse, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll uh, turn it over to Kay. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, Kay is a longtime caller and a diehard Bucks fan. Yes, he is a diehard Bucks fan, ladies and gentlemen. So with that being said, Kay, take it away in your assessment on this game. First of all, let me clarify, diehard Bucks fan. I'm born, bred, and raised in Buck country. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I have no choice, whether that was, if there was a choice, but to be a Buck fan. That's truly how I feel about it. But, you know, just, just a little, little, little disclaimer, the Saints are in my back right. pocket because that's that's a little home love as well, you know what I mean? But back okay. to the yeah. man. <laughs> Running into this game, man, you know, I called it last week. But I didn't have this number, <laughs> 32 nine. I didn't right. have that. Right. But I, I did call the game. I called the win. Um, I got another one for y'all, but, you know, I, I say that for later on. But anyway, um, yeah. going into this, man, um, like I say, I didn't see us doing what we did to them. Um, you know, um, we, I think, the problem with Philly is they they they're predictable with Jalen back there. Um, you kind of know what they're gonna do, you know. Um, and I don't know if you guys caught it, but there was a part in the game. There was a point in the game where um, you know they had just got took off the field for whatever, and Goddard was in Jalen behind. You know what I'm saying? He was giving him the business on the sideline. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just kept looking at the field, but I know he heard him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know yeah, he heard him. You can, whether you're trying to ignore or not, you hear him. Ain't nothing wrong with you hear him. Um, so, <laughs> you know, not that Jalen's a bad player, but I think, and I hate saying this, man, but I think he's the problem. Um, and the reason, on offense anyway, and the reason I say that mm-hmm. is because with him, they're predictable. Or maybe it's the, the coordinator. Maybe the coordinator you need to get a little more, you know, uh, 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 creative with the offense. But they're predictable, yeah. man. You can almost see and tell what they're going to do on every play. And I'm sitting on the couch. Yeah. You know, that middle linebacker, Levante David, that who done seen everything, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's seeing it before y'all even get set. So, 
Um, it's, it's predictable. That's what I think about Philly's offense. Now, back to my Bucks. as far as this game goes, this game should have been 28-0 going into the second quarter. You know what I mean? That's, that's what it should have been. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. with, um, with all the drops and everything. And so, to me, yeah. you know, even though we won, I'm very happy. Um, that's concerning because um, as a Bucks fan, I've pretty much watched every game this year, maybe not every minute, but I've watched every game. And that mm-hmm. has happened a lot this year, especially with Auden, um, the tight end. Mike Evans has had an unusually amount of drops this year. Um, so the drops are a problem, man. Um, and that leads me into uh, Mr. Baker Mayfield. Um, I haven't advocated for Baker all season, even with the win streak. Um, but after Sunday, I got to I mean, uh, after Monday night. I got to get in there. Keep the chicken alive, bro. No, no. Here's my point. I got to give him his props because he was hitting these guys on the hands, not in the numbers. Not in the hell, man. He hitting them in the hands, and they dropping. Um, you know, so Baker should have had damn near 500 yards Monday night, to be real. You know, um, to just, you know, calling it what it is. You know, with, with the way Philly was tackling, I think he should have he, he should have had close to five. You know, he played an exceptional game. Um, so hats off to Baker Mayfield if you're listening. I'm going to tell you, I haven't advocated for you all season now, brother. But uh, mm-hmm. you played a great game when it counted Monday night. Please keep it going. Um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's not much I can say, though, because I, I wasn't surprised. Um, what I didn't understand <laughs> is how Philly's offense wasn't more prepared because, I mean, you put, like, like the commentator said at one point, you're playing Tybo. You know what he's going to do. You know, we yeah, bring pressure. You. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's what we did every single time they dropped back. That pressure was coming. And, and once we got a good lead, it just got worse. Um, you know, tush push. Nobody shut the tush push down but the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, even <laughs> though we haven't been talked about, I've been telling folks all year, we have a top five defense in the league. You know, when healthy, mm-hmm. even though our secondary somewhat sucks as a whole, they're a top five defense in the league. You know, and we've done this year in, year out. We've stopped the run. Nobody has ran for over 100 yards on us this year other than Philly. Um, we stopped the run, and we did something that no other team in the league has been able to do, is stop the tush push mm-hmm. twice. So, um, you know, give, give my Bucks a pat on the back, please. You know what I mean? Yeah, my yeah, Bucks defense sure, are that because they are that. Um, and as far as Philly defense, the key ingredient they missing, CJW. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess so, man. I, I don't know if you put it on one player, but yeah, that he is he is a uh, a key piece that they miss, and they miss you know a couple of the guys, you know Hargrave who went to my Forty ers I think he's missing there too. But just the tackling as well, man. I mean, I just don't know what it is. There was no slight adjustment. You know, from the Philly standpoint, like you mentioned, Kay, and a lot of people mentioned, you know, Ty Bowles is going to bring the pressure, and you, there's no slight adjustment. And what I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, is that, you know, when, you, you're, when you're taught as a receiver, as a, as a tight end, when you come off that line of scrimmage, you're taught to look for two, two defenders. If more than two defenders, more than, uh, you know, the line 
and um, uh, a linebacker comes. So basically more than five come, you have to read it. If two, if a linebacker comes and a safety comes, you have to break off your route to a certain route um, and things of that nature. It's called sight adjustment. You have to sight. You have to, you have to look at the, 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 the blitz. No, uh, you have to recognize that, and then you have to adjust your route accordingly. When they constantly blitz, they the the the, uh, the receivers from the from Philadelphia just continue to run their routes, and we were not talking about short routes. We're talking about deep routes down the field. So it was like either they were ignoring, or they just weren't paying it. You know, they just, they just didn't care, or they just didn't notice. I don't know what it is, ladies, what it was, ladies and gentlemen, but. I need to know what's more going on. And what I want to do here is I'm going to grab our first break. When we come back, I want to talk about a little bit about Sirianni and X, uh, E and, and K. You know, should Sirianni be faulted for this? Should he be fired? Um, and then, of course, we'll talk about the other games that took place as well, talk about the Cowboys and what took place there, you know, with Green Bay uh, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't already know, it's Sports Talk with K Walk. And E. Scott, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com.
Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Joined by a good buddy, a special K, who always calls in. Thank you so much again, brother, for joining us. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, I want to give a shout-out again to my brother uh, from another man, and that's E. Scott. Happy birthday to you, brother, man, for sure. So send some shout-outs to my man, E. Scott. You know, call in or send a, send a comment, and just wish him happy birthday, man. Good brother, good brother, for sure. All right. Um, you know, before the break here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, before the break, we were talking about um, – you know the the books and the and the Eagles uh, game broke that down, and a lot of people are asking you know the question you know what's going on you know with the Eagles what happened with the Eagles what's the turning point should Nick Sirianni the head coach currently for the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles I think currently because you know there are rumors circulating swirling of course uh, you know about you know his possible uh, demise uh, as the head coach there. And, you know, just let me give my thoughts and opinions, and then I'll ask E. Scott and then, of course, Kay um, as well. You know, I'm looking at this, man. I I can't – you know, no one could put their finger on it. Usually, you know, when something like this happens and you see from the outside looking in, you see these guys are disengaged. You see the the tackling or lack thereof – you know, that Monday night game versus the Bucks. And, again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not taking anything away from the Bucks by any stretch, so please don't uh, don't take it that way. But just focusing on the Eagles right now and what took place because they were one play away from winning the Super Bowl last year and uh, also started off at 10 and, uh, started off 10 and 1 uh, this year as well. So you, you, you had to think that they were – focus on coming in and, you know, and bringing it back, you know, with this team, you know, they were one play. I know uh, Jason Kelsey, their, their star, uh, their starting and, 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 and star um, uh, center came back last year. He contemplated retirement. He said, let's bring it back. Let's run it back. And, um, and let's, you know, you know, let's, let's go back and win this, uh, win the Super Bowl. And they started off like that. But then everything just went awry a little bit. You know, started with the 49ers game, and then it kind of trickled down. After that, after that 10 and one start, they they only they went one and seven, including the playoffs. It's you have to ask yourself, where did it go wrong? You ask these questions to the players, you ask the questions to the coach, you get different answers. Fletcher Cox, I think his answer was the best answer. I think he's the only one that I've heard, and, and, and I didn't hear all of the interviews, keep that in mind, that actually stood up for his uh, coach. And, you know, he called the reporter who asked him the question a clown. He said, you're a clown, you know, asking him that question. You know, this is a guy who just said everything that I said. You know, he, he went to his three years there, uh, playoff appearances uh, in all three seasons, uh, you know, Super Bowl appearance last season, 10-1 start this season, but it just went awry. He, he couldn't put his finger on it either. Either he's just keeping it to the vest. I don't know what he, he you know. So they're really, whatever is going on or whatever it is, I and mean, then you can't tell me that is just play calling because a lot of this tackling or lack thereof was evident. It was obvious that these guys were not interested in playing a football game for whatever reason. So there's something going on inside that locker room. And you got to ask yourself this question, E, should Nick Sirianni be fired um, based on what you've seen in the last eight games of the season from the Philadelphia Eagles? And in your opinion, did he lose that locker room? I'm going to go with no, he should not be fired. And the reason I say that 
If you talk about like stuff that went on on the field without AJ Brown out there, I think Jalen Hurts leaned too much towards Devonta Smith, and that wasn't working. And they're like he didn't go along with that. Now, if the fit, if if I think the pressure is on Sirianni because of the start they had, ten and one. Let's say they would have finished nine and eight, but there was no, you know, ten game winning streak. You know, they won a game right. here, they won a game there, they won a game here, won a game there. But the end result is still the same. They go to playoffs, lose first round of the playoffs, but say they end up, you know, ten and seven. I don't think his job is even in question. I think his job is yeah. mainly in question because of the two streaks, ten and one, and then one and seven. That's a formula to get you fired. But um, again, with the defense, I blame Matt Patricia. I mean, I, I just that that was the big change, and that seemed like a mistake. And now he has to fire Matt Patricia if he doesn't want to get fired himself. But this guy's one year removed from the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl that they really yeah. had no business being in because San Fran should have beat them last year. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. But I don't think you fire the guy when he's one year removed from the Super Bowl. Only Jerry Jones does that with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, yeah, great point. I'm gonna add one more question on um, to this, and I'll come to UK. Is that Jalen Hurts? Is he um, is he hurt? Uh, no pun intended, ladies and gentlemen. Is he playing hurt? Because uh, it, it looks like some of these throws that he was making, it just weren't. You know, the, the ball weren't wasn't getting to to the receivers. You know, in ample time, his long throws were you know fifty fifty balls at best. Um, you know, when you see him run, he's always he's sliding instead of putting his shoulder down. I know a lot was made on the tush push as well. Um, your thoughts and opinions on this? Was do you think that Jalen Hurts or the team or just Jalen Hurts was hiding how injured? I don't want to say injury because he's on the field. How hurt he was? Um, he, he he actually is or was? I'm going to say absolutely, and the reason I say he he would benefit greatly from an off season. I mean, because the Jalen Hurts you saw out there this year is not the same Jalen Hurts you saw out there, you know, last year. So I I do think right. he's hurt to a, to a certain extent, and he's not playing at 100. percent He's probably only playing like mid mid to upper 80s, and he did the best yeah. he could. But he's going to definitely benefit from an off season. And, yeah, I do think he's more hurt than what they let on. All right. That's great stuff as always, brother. Kay, what, what say you about the uh, the Sirianni situation? And, you know, also if you want to add on to, the, to, to Jalen Hurts as well. Well, I mean, I, the coach thing, man, I keep that short, man. I don't think the coach should be on the hot seat or anything like that. I mean, again, he's I just, agree. Just, just in the big one. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are we doing? You know, are we that? You know, uh, what have you done for me now? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you got yeah. a coach in Pittsburgh that's been there 17 years. Like, if the owner or general manager truly understands how hard it is to win in the NFL, uh, I, I would think they wouldn't be so quick on the trigger. You know what I mean? Like, you could have a streak like Cleveland. Um, you could have a streak like, uh, let's say, uh, Arizona. Detroit this um, year. Yeah, yeah, that, I was com- that, uh, coming there next. You could have oh, okay. like Detroit, you know, um, or the Jets. You know what I mean? Like it could be very, very bad. You know, so um, yeah, I don't think he should be on the hot seat at all. Now, as far as Jalen Hurts, 
and and the team. Um, is he playing more than hurt more than I? Yeah, man. look, I right to me, you know. I mean, yeah. I've never played pro, but um, as someone that has always played sports, uh, yeah. at the end of the season, everybody hurt, you know, to some yeah. degree. You know what I mean? So. I, I don't know if we can really put that on the shelf. I, and, you know, like I said earlier, I don't think it's uh, that Jalen's bad. I just think what they're doing is predictable, you know, and I think that's more the that's problem true, yeah. than say, say, say his injuries and things of that nature. Because, you know, hey, he used to say, if you, you out there, what? Yeah, dang. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's how I look at that. Um, yeah, no more to add. Yeah, and you gotta and you gotta ask yourself: Are they predictable? Are they playing it safe because he's so he's hurt? And you and you mentioned you kind of alluded to it, Kay. Is like you know at this point in the season, everyone has you know aches and pains. They're, they're sore, and then you there's levels to this. There's aches, there's pains, there's soreness, and then are you hurt? Hurt is just a level you know just below you know I mean above soreness and and the aches and pains and just below, you know, and being injured. And I think that he's possibly playing through an injury or maybe, you know, more injuries because we know about the finger. That's that, you know, that's that we've seen that, um, you know, what that looks like. And, you know, as a receiver, I, I had the same type of injury on multiple fingers, but I've never had to, you know, hold the ball as much as Jalen Hurts had to. So I could only imagine you know what it would be like to 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 have that injury and have to hold that ball and and spin it the way he needs to spin it, get it downfield the way he needs to get it downfield, and you know and you know that could be an that that could be a part of it. I know he had an, a shoulder injury as well at some point, and then he had a knee injury as well. So all of those things could be an effect and, and and you know play a big part into their downfall and maybe they want to uh, you know maybe they want to downplay that or keep that in house or what have you and Jalen Hurts will never I know if you ask him he will never make an excuse uh you know saying that you know he's hurt he's injured that's the reason why the Eagles lost he'll put it on himself but he won't put it on his injuries or his or his 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 aches and pains or whatever you want to call it at this point um so yeah I mean I, I think that has a lot to do with it they're they're holding a lot of stuff in house we just have to wait for some of these guys to retire to, to read their memoirs, <laughs> if you will, to find exactly what went on in the 2023-2024 season for the Philadelphia Eagles to find out exactly where that collapsed, why that why did the collapse happen the way it uh, the way it happened. Um, you know, we and, and we'll see what Sirianni's um, your future hold as well. I don't think he should be fired, ladies and gentlemen. To be honest with you, um, but. If he lost the locker room, then he has to go. But I don't, I don't know. Some of these guys are coming out and saying, you know, he, he, they're advocating for him. All right, next game here, Ian, is the Cowboys. God, I'm laughing, ladies and gentlemen, because of the Cowboys. I'm a 49er fan. You know, the Cowboys and the 49ers have a rival rivalry, not as much as the Eagles and Cowboys, or Eagles and Giants, or Eagles and Commanders, but. 49ers and Cowboys have a history of an, uh, a rivalry. I laugh because of the fact that the matter is when you watch this team, E, and you watch Dak Prescott, man, and you watch them as a two seed, 
and you watch this seventh seed who needed a little bit of help to get in, meaning the Green Bay Packers, needed so much help to get in that they pretty much just said, you know, oops, oh, we're in the playoffs, that type deal, you know, but now now we're playing the Cowboys in Texas. And and, um, I'm not making excuses for the Cowboys here, man, but I think they kind of overlooked this team, man. I think they, they, they went in there. They didn't want to show their hand. Ladies and gentlemen, by any such match, I am no Cowboys fan. Um, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. doesn't matter what I think because they're still going home. But I think they took this team too lightly, man. And and the Cowboys, and the, especially Dak Prescott, was not good enough to get it done. They were not good. They're not good enough to overlook any team. I don't care who it is. And I think Dakota Prescott, and I call him Dakota Prescott because that's when he messes. When you, when anyone, anytime you have a child or or someone messes up, you call them by their full name. You know, we're used to calling them Dak. We call them right now. We're calling him Dakota because he messed up big time. Yeah, his numbers look good, but my thing is, you know, it's you don't have to be great all the time. You just have to be great when you need to be. He was great, but he wasn't great when he needed to be. All right. Because his numbers looked at 400 yards and, and uh, you know, his two interceptions. You say he only threw two interceptions. Those two interceptions were pick sixes, ladies and gentlemen. Keep that in mind. So with that being said, man, I mean, E, what say you about this team? Dak Prescott, do they keep him? Do they extend? Or not? They, they actually have him there. Does McCarthy, who do you hold for the blame? Just kind of like the Eagles here as well. Who do you hold at fault for them getting beat the way that they got beat by the Packers team on their own their own field, 48 to 32? What say you about this game? Well, this was an old-fashioned ass whooping. They took them behind the woodshed. Cause don't be fooled by that 32. A lot of that came in garbage yeah, time. Right. And, okay, you want to say Dak had 400 yards passing. I mean, when you're down 27-7, you have no option but to throw the ball. I think he he leaned too much on C.D. Lamb when C.D. Lamb wasn't open. And looking back, I know hindsight is 20-20, but I think it's safe to say getting rid of Zeke for Pollard was a mistake. You should have kept Zeke and Pollard, and you'd have had a great one-two punch. I mean, because Mm -hmm. Pollard looked like an every-down back when Zeke was there. Now that Zeke is gone, he, he's not an every-down back. I mean, the, the load was just too great. And I think you've got to put his, the onus on Dak this year. But like you said, they got a bunch of money wrapped up in Dak. They're not, Dak ain't going nowhere. Plus, who would they get to replace Dak? I mean, yeah. Dak's playing a bad game, but he is a top-ten quarterback in the league. I mean, it pains me to say that, but he, but he is – so he's not just easily replaceable. Now, I think Mike McCarthy, it might be time for him to go, not because this is his fault. It's just that you need a change. And, I mean, Jared didn't steal any confidence in the dude. When they asked Jared a couple weeks ago what was Mike, you know, future status with the team, and Jared said, we take it a game by game. That's letting you know right there. Like like what my man uh, Boone said, and remember the Titans? If I lose just one game. One game, yeah. I'm up yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's spot on. Man. And you got to ask yourself there, like, should this be something done immediately? Do you, uh, what do you have to evaluate, Jimmy Jones? I mean, Jimmy, uh, Jerry Jones, excuse me. 
What do you have in Jimmy Jones? Shout, shout out to, to Jimmy Johnson as well in his, his, his halftime speech. A lot of people thought he was going to have a heart attack, so they pulled out the defibrillator in the back, but um, just in case. But um, all seriousness, yeah, you, you, you have to ask yourself, is uh, where's Mike McCarthy's, uh, um, you know, where's his future live? Jerry, come out and say it right now. Let us know, or, you know, let McCarthy know, not just us. But let McCarthy know, is his job, is his key card going to work, you know, next week? You know, is he going to be able to get into the building? Um, does he have to bring in, you know, what, U-Haul boxes or, uh, you know, whatever boxes they use as far as the moving companies uh, go? Let it, let me know now so, you know, I, I can prepare, you know, for, for my next move. I don't know if he's going to move on, man. I, I don't know if he's going to move on. But we'll talk about that possible. If he does move on from Mike McCarthy, We'll talk about the possibilities there. But, Kay, what say you, you know, about this game, the, you know, the domination uh, from the Green Bay Packers? Was that so much the Cowboys just losing it or, the Green, or you know, the Green Bay Packers, you know, legitimate? You know, what say you about this? Oh, my bad. My phone, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. Take it away. Yeah, it's all good. Uh so I think I think this was legit, man. I think this is more legit than than the beatdown the Cowboys is taking. I think the Cowboys, um, they 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 are Denny Green. You know what I mean by that is they are <laughs> who you thought was. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, yeah, man, it's that simple. Um, they you know, there's nothing special about the Cowboys. They don't have a running game like a lot of people thought that. Uh, you know, with with Zeke leaving and and you know, Pollard going to be the prime running back since he's doing all the work anyway, you know, that was going to be something. Nah, it was different with Pollard bring, uh, bringing Pollard in on third down and things like that, you know what I'm saying? So it was a different look. That's why he got off. As a starter, uh-uh, not going to work, you know. Um, the, 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 the pressure that Dak is taking, like, come on, man. Like, it's almost how I look at it with coaching, you know. How many quarterbacks starting in the league right now better than Dak? Yeah, great point. You know what I mean. So let's just look I, at it like that. You know, so I think I think he's taking too much pressure. Now the coach, um, it, the pressure comes to him because, like you know, um, that, that regardless of what what you want to say, Dak did okay. That's fourteen points. So fourteen yeah. to forty-eight. That's uh, let me see if my math correct. That lead uh, thirty-four. Uh, thirty-four. Uh, thirty-four. Yeah, thirty-four. thirty-four. Walk the plate. Okay, all right. Uh, so that means the defense gave up 34 points. How much Dallas go again? They scored 32, but a bunch of them was in garbage time. But you see yeah. my point, though? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the defense still gave up 34 points. So um, that's why Mike McCarthy might need to go, because this has been the the the, the, the carousel that uh, the Dallas uh, 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 Cowgirl fans have been on. Uh, excuse me, Cowboy fans. <laughs> Um, has been on uh, for the past, what, 20, 30, 28, 29 years, you know what I mean? So um, some people done, done been born and had babies since then. So, um, <laughs> you know, they need to get it together, you know. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. And you know what, And we laugh, Cowboy fans, if you're listening right now, because – you know what? You guys put yourselves out there like that. You're Americans. You can consider it America's team, so you're going to be the most scrutinized team uh, without question. Every year is your year. Um, you get it, and, you know, it's 
it's it's your year, and you know we we laugh at that. We you know when we when we when we hear this and when we see the outcome and the way that you're you know you're eliminated. Look, I'm a 49ers fan. Cowboys Cowboys have won a, a Super Bowl more recent than a 49ers. Okay, I, I I get that. You can laugh at me, and it's very possible that we can go down this Saturday night against the, the, the same team you guys went down. And you know, but you know, the fact of the matter is. Um, we're talking about the Cowboys, and the 49ers aren't considered to be the America's team. But you're absolutely right, man. McCarthy, I, I, I think it's time for it, – it may be time. I don't know, man, because you see the same thing. You, you see the same thing. They get to the playoffs. Last year, I think they won a playoff game, and then they lost. And, you know, they, and they, 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 they win the East, and they thought that was a big thing for them because they won the East. And then they go into, you know, the first round and they get blown out the way they did. So do they move on from Dak? I say no, you don't move on from Dak because we've seen a lot of teams right now that, you know, a franchise quarterback is hard to come, come you know, come about, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it, it, you know, sometimes, you know, you can catch lightning in a bottle, you know, like Joe Flacco and the Browns. Sometimes you can catch on to a franchise quarterback, like I think possibly C.J. Stroud and the Texans are. Maybe even the 49ers, you know, caught on to, you know, Brock Purdy. You know, you catch some, some guys you can catch on to. You can get that quarterback without even thinking that quarterback is your future quarterback or, you know, a 10-year quarterback. Dak Prescott is your future, ladies and gentlemen, but you got to put him in the right situation. got to surround him with the, with the right coach who's going to call the right plays at the right times. All right, so good stuff there, guys. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to the real quick here, guys, and I just want to ask you this. E, next game, we have the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Uh, cold game here, man, and I think, you know, there were about 10 fans, 10 fans. If, yeah, I know that's bad on to do with it, but that was a cold game, man. That was a cold game. 10 fans after the game had to be treated for hypothermia, but E, the Dolphins, and you've called them all the time. You've always posed the question, and they always answer the question for the most part, E, but then they go back to make you pose the question and you don't answer, I mean, then you don't have to answer it or pose the question. Are they insurance fraud? You know, they, you, they always, every time you ask that question, they always seem to, they always seem to win the game. And then you say, okay, maybe they're not insurance fraud. Then the following week, you go back to asking that question. But, I think I, – what say you about this? We got the Dolphins going into Kansas City, and Kansas City put on 26-7. to What say you about the Dolphins? And also, E, do or will, I should say, will the Dolphins extend to a Tonga Valoa as well? I'm going to say that definitely insurance fraud. I mean, because people are making a lot about the weather. Don't get me wrong. The weather was a factor. However, Kansas City played in the same weather. And then now people are going to say, oh, well, they, they're used to it. No, they're not. You don't get used to that. I mean, even though you have played in it before and you play cold weather games, I mean, the season starts in September. It don't get cold in Kansas City till November, December-ish. So they playing, what, maybe one or two games? And it was nothing like it was this weekend. I mean, yeah, they played in cold weather, but it's not blizzard-type conditions. It's not negative four. I mean, again, you don't get used to that. And, again, like I said, Kansas City played in the same game Miami played in. And I, I do think the Dolphins are on insurance fraud. I mean, without Waddle, they did the same thing Dak did. They did the same thing Jalen Hurst did. He relied too much on on um, Tariq Hill. And I don't think Tariq Hill is 
is 100% either. Now, as far as extending Tua, yeah, you, you're going to have to. But here's the thing. There's no real reason to extend him right now. You still got him again next year. I mean, I know his yeah. camp would like to get a deal done, and, and I can't blame him. I would never begrudge the guy his money. But if you're the doctor, nice. you're in no hurry to extend him. Now, here's the thing. You ask yourself, Stephen Ross, if Tua is your guy, yes, you extend him now because it'll be cheaper yeah. probably this year than waiting. But if you're on the fence at all or if you're not 100% Tua is your guy, then there's no hurry to extend them. Yeah, I mean, excellent points there, I agree. Uh, I agree with you 100% there. And I, I think maybe they wanted to see what he was going to be about, you know, as far as health-wise, because we know last year what we saw about it. At one point you advocated, you know, a close thereof, um, to have him, have him sit down and end his career because of all the concussions and things that, you know, that he went through, you know, last season. He stayed healthy for the most part, played all, you know, played all 17 games, 18 games, whatever it was. Um, and so he, he proved that, and I think they changed a lot of that by, you know, um, you know, getting an offense. Mike McDaniels put into offense in there that allowed him to get the ball out, you know, as quickly as possible. I think it was like two point three, two point five, somewhere around there seconds after the snap, he gets rid of the ball so that, you know, eliminates, you know, the uh possibility of him getting injured or, you know, getting hit hard or what have you. So that, you know, if they can continue to do that, he can continue to stay healthy. And you, you surround him around with, you know, you know, other weapons other than Tyreek Hill. You gotta get, you know, someone who's gonna be more reliable, more, you know, available E, because when we say the best ability E is Availability. Availability. And Jalen Waller has not shown that he's been able to be available, you know, consistently. He's always – something's always wrong with this with this guy. And receivers, man, as a former receiver, I don't understand. I just don't understand what little – I've played through so many different nicks and cuts and bruises – Broken, not yeah, broken fingers, dislocated fingers, you know, and all types of injuries. And I just these these receivers are so soft right now, man. But Jalen Waller, man, you need to man up, bro. And I'll tell you to your face, and I'll tell it to your mother. Man up, bro. Man up, man, for for sure, man. Because every time you you and you every time you catch the ball, you fall to the ground anyway. So. Um, anyway, um, I digress there. So, uh, um, but yeah, I, I think they they extend it, they they extend to a, and I think they um, you know they have to do it you know fairly quickly that and in that way, some of these free agents can see what Mike McDaniel's is about and you know and they got two or something Valoa out there. You got to bring you know you got to bring a, a you know better defense there, more consistency uh, for sure. But okay, what say you about the Dolphins and uh, and, and Chiefs game and and, and Tua Tungvalu as well? Man, just like always, man. Like Trey said on the phone, you know, I could have had a new band, but I bet with the Dolphins. You know, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, so you know, I had Miami winning going into this game, regardless of the weather. I but I feel that. like Miami had a a better running game. You know what I mean? So they should go in there and make things happen. However. Second half, you only have uh, your, your your lead back only got two attempts. I mean, you know, thank you. A little, little bad play calling, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I'm gonna call him insurance fraud, man. 
Um, you know, and, and, and I'm putting this more on the coach. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he called the plays, right? He does. Yeah, Mike and Daniel called call the plays. plays. Yeah, so, you know, I'm putting this on him then. You know, now I ain't going to go with the coach got to go and all that because it's been been a while since Miami have been consistent winners. Whether it's they beat Fact. losing teams or whatever, it's been a while. So I ain't going to go with all that yet. But he might need to, uh, you know, do a little Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Look, look in the mirror. Man in the mirror. You know man in the mirror. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Look, look in the mirror and, and, and check yourself a little bit with his play calls. Um now, with Tua, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, uh, quarterbacks are kind of like coaches. They're hard to find a decent one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or potential franchise, you know what I'm saying? And if Kirk Cousins yeah. could keep getting his recurring contract and a job, <laughs> I think Tua is just right. as worthy, you know, to keep, you know, getting a recurring contract and a job. So, you know, uh, whether they sign him now next year, um, I think he does get signed. I don't know how much money you're going to get, though. I don't think it's going to be like no patching my homes or nothing like that, which don't look like much if you if you look at it now. Anyway, um, right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, uh, Miami is insurance fraud. They, they they owe me some money, and, and two will get paid, so I might need to go check him. Yeah, man, I, I think he'll get, you know, I don't think he'll get that, that that crazy amount of money that you just talked about as far as Mahomes. I think he'll get the market, whatever the market, you know, commands, um, you know, at the party, at that point, it changes everything, every single season. So whatever the market is, I think you give him that. Because we talked about this constantly. It's hard to get a franchise quarterback. E. Uh, you you know I know up until you know a couple of years ago you know other than you know Brock Purdy coming in here I mean, we, even though we had you know Jimmy G and you know you know he he got us to the Super Bowl because he's the quarterback but a lot of people put that on the running game and put that on that defense at that time you know when you 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 guys had Drew Brees when you went to the Super Bowl. And you know that it's hard to find that quarterback to get you over that hump, to get you to where, you know, you want to be. And that's in the Super Bowl, a chance to win a Super Bowl. And there's not a lot of guys just laying around, man, just sitting on the, you know, sitting on the sideline or, you know, sitting at Walmart or, you know, shopping at Walmart or what have you, that you could just say, you know, tap them on the shoulder and listen, can you come be a quarterback and, 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 be a, and lead us to the Super Bowl? It's hard to find it. So if you got a guy that you're going to pay money to, you're willing to pay, and you've got to question it, stay with it because it's hard to find, you know, it's hard to find. It's not like a running back, you know, where you could just, and, and no disrespect to running backs, but running backs, in my opinion, are a dime a dozen. And that's why they don't get paid as much as they, you know, they, they're, you know, they're getting paid right now. You can shake a tree and get a quality running back. You can't shake a tree and get a, you know, you can shake a tree and get a quality running back in the summer because there's a lot of leaves there. But when you talk about quarterbacks, it's going to be in the fall. Not a, not a lot of leaves there that are going to fall off. You can get a quality quarterback uh, for sure. So yeah, I say pay Tango Valoa. And um, and make some 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 other changes, uh, you know, on top of that as well. All right, next game here, E, real quick. Uh, we got the Steelers at, at the Bills, man. And uh, I want to ask you about this game. And and I so much I want to ask you about Josh Allen. We we consider Josh Allen in the same breath or the same conversation as the uh, as the Dolphins, as far as you know them being insurance fraud. I know it was the Steelers. The Steelers didn't really don't really have that quarterback. 
Um, you know, they went through, what, three or four quarterbacks this season. They had Pinnick, uh, uh, um, Kenny Pinnick. Uh, they had Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph um, as well. But they still were able to find a way to get into the, the playoffs. Eh? And you got to credit that to uh, Mike Tomlin. So um, first talk about the game and then talk about Mike Tomlin, who has one year left on his uh, on his deal. Um, is he – does he deserve a uh, an extension as well? So Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin probably did like Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. I am very <laughs> happy to be here. I mean, and then somebody said F you, and he said F you too. So, but um, now I I think it's time for Mike Mike Tomlin to move on. I mean, I think he goes the other year in the booth on some sort of broadcasting, and then he comes back with another team. I mean, he's never had a losing season, so there's no reason really to fire him. But he's only won one Super Bowl. There's really no reason to extend him either. Hey, man, we had a good run. Now, I know Pittsburgh doesn't go through a lot of head coaches, but sometimes you just need a change. Now, you can't really blame um, Mike Tomlin for this season because, like you said, they had Kenny Pickett, they had Mason Rudolph, they had Mitch Trubisky, and they still somehow managed to make the playoffs. So you can't really hold that against them, but sometimes you need to change. Yeah, and and a lot of people, I mean, Steeler Nations are saying, well, okay, Steeler, uh, you know, our Steeler Nation, our mentality is not to not lose. It's about winning. We get that. You mentioned the one Super Bowl that he has. E, if you look at, you know, the coaches around, uh, you know, around the league and the history of the league, but obviously you got Bill Belichick, you got, you know, Chuck Knoll. I mean, look at all these quarter, I mean, all these coaches right now. Outside of Bill Belichick, who has multiple Super Bowls in the league right now? Who has at least one? Who has one Super Bowl as a head coach in this league right now? I mean. Super Bowls are, you know, are, are 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 come very often. We talk about the 49ers and the Cowboys who haven't won in what almost 30 some years, whatever the case may be. But they're sitting in third place as the most Super Bowl wins in in the history. You have the Patriots, you have the Steelers who have six, then you have the Cowboys and you have the 49ers that are sitting at five. So as long as it's, the Super Bowls don't come that easy, guys. Right? It's not. It's just, it doesn't work that way. So if you, you if you have a guy like a Mike Tomlin, you know who doesn't lose, and you say, oh well, it's not about not losing. It's about winning. We get it, but it's still winning. <laughs> it's still winning. And yeah, I guarantee you, if you get Mike Tomlin uh, a, a quality quarterback, you know, and, and it could be a different story. We could be talking about the Steelers going possibly going to the Super Bowl. Well, we mentioned all of those quarterbacks, you know, the Mitch Trubisky's, the Kenny Pickett's, the, the Mason Rudolph. And, and with those guys, man, he was still able to get those guys, you know, to a playoff, uh, to a playoff run um, as well. Hats off to my brother, man. You know, extend him. I, I think you allow him to be the head coach um, for as long as, as, you, as he wants to be there. I think he's earned that, um, to be honest with you, because if you look around the league, how many coaches are going to Super Bowls other than Andy Reid, 
You know, Andy Reid's probably the only quarter, I mean, the only coach out there who's probably the most consistent. Andy Reid's another guy. I left him out as far as multiple Super Bowls. But Andy Reid there um, for sure. But outside of him and Belichick, you can't find another coach out there that has a, you know, you know Super Bowl or multiple Super Bowls, I should say. But, all right, next game here real quick, guys. And um, uh, I'm sorry, no, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead and touch on that, okay? I'm sorry, I apologize. All good, all good. Um, so I think Mike Tom is going to be able to do whatever he wants. Um, you know, I think they'll give it, – it, it'll be almost kind of like an option if you want to come back or not. Um, uh, you know, I don't remember, man. Did we talk about the game or we just talking about Mike? Yeah, you can talk about the game and you can talk about Mike as well, whichever you want to do. Okay. Um <laughs> the game, that's, that's another yeah, one that's right. I lost money on, man. I'm a little upset with that. Um, yeah, yeah, it went the wrong way. But um, I didn't get to see the game, man, to be honest, though. Um, I saw the highlights. I didn't see the game. Um, but somebody was telling me, and y'all could correct me if, if this was incorrect, um, that there was a time in the game where, uh, you know, uh, uh, Josh Allen had a long run and, he he fake slid and kept going or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. so man. That's that's terrible, man. That's yeah. terrible. You know, cause you put, you put the defense in a very bad predicament. Now mm-hmm. the next time he run and somebody hit him, you know, yeah, they they gonna get a flag. You know what I mean? That's 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 horrible, man. But good yeah. job on Buffalo getting the win. Um, you know, my understanding is a. a uh, still, Steelers did put up a little bit of a fight at one point, um, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, good job on Buffalo. I had Steelers winning, but yeah, lost money. Wow. Um, but Mike, bite the Mike, man. Um, I think he'll be able to do pretty much whatever he wants. You know, I know he don't make the make the contract, man. It's ultimately yeah. uh, the owner or general manager, whoever decision. But um, I think it'll be more or less his option um, than anything else. Yeah, I mean, for, for sure, man. And when when you look at it in that fake slide, E, and I have to ask you this, because we talked about this some time back when Kenny Pickett was at the University of Pittsburgh, that he made that fake slide. Do you remember that fake slide that he had in, uh, yeah. at Pitt? I don't know if that was a shot at him or he's trying to – I don't know, but it worked out for him. Man. But he didn't go through the extreme that Kenny Pickett did at the time that Kenny Pickett had that fake slide, but it, it did look like he was going to slide, and, lie, and and the defenders held up, and and that's and that's the thing that you 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 when you look at it and we talk about that, if you're an athlete as, at quarterback, and you're able to do that, fake that, and then you know get away with it, and these guys are going to hold up, and the most the more disciplined defenders, if you will, will hold up and say, okay, he's going down, so I'm going to go past him, or I'm going to go over top of him, what have you, to avoid that, that 15-yard penalty. But then you got a smart guy like that or an athletic guy like Josh Allen who's able to take advantage of that. So now, like he allude, I mean, uh, Kay alluded to, it's like, okay, when he does decide to go down after that, okay, well, he faked it before, ref, uh, or oh, he went down. 
So it, it, it puts defenders in, in, in the situation. I, I guess it's just one of those things that, you know, it, there's, I guess it's a loophole, <laughs> if you will. There's a loophole in, 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 in each and everything in life if you're smart enough to, to find it. And I think Josh Allen did that. But, again, you have to be smart enough, You have, and more importantly, you have to be athletic enough, uh, you know, to get away with that. But there has to be something there where if the rest think that he's going down or or if he, you know, gives the indication that he's going down, they have to blow the whistle immediately. Or New York, New York has been doing a great job, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, as far as, you know, not having, not um, um, allowing these guys, meaning the, uh, the, the, the coaches, to go into and then uh, use their challenges, you know, things of that nature. They step in immediately and say, okay, well, we see this, we see that, or what have you. So, so good stuff there. But we'll see if that changes as far as those, those fake slides um, as well. All right, next game here, man. Uh, real quick, E, I just want to talk about the um, – let me see where we're at. I know we had a, we got a bunch of games here, man. I know we uh, the the Rams and Lions. E man, just give me your thoughts and opinions real quick on this. Um, do you how uh, it was a twenty three twenty four game uh, came down to the wire. Lions held off the Rams. Are the Lions a serious Super Bowl contender uh, in, in your opinion? E? Uh, yes and no. I don't think they're fraudulent. But, I mean, it's uh-huh. been so long since Detroit has been, you know, good. Um, it, it's hard to say they're a contender. Now, real quick on this game, did you see the interview with Detroit, with a um, Detroit reporter asked Todd Bowles how he was going to prepare the team for the weather? Have you have you seen that clip? I did not see that clip. Okay, there's a clip going around, and she's serious. I mean, she's like, yeah, so, you know, I know it's negative 13, negative 3 degrees in Detroit. Uh, Tampa plays in a warm environment. What have you done to prepare the team for the weather? Todd Bowles said, they play in a dome. <laughs> he, said, you got about, he said, you got about 28 seconds from the bus to inside the building. I don't <laughs> think there was much preparation that needed to be done. And she just stood there like a deer headlight. It's funny. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I, I do think I, – I, I'm not going to say that Detroit is insurance fraud. It's just that it's so hard for me to get used to them, you know, being yeah. where they are now. And I'm not a big believer in golf only because golf hat was on a Super Bowl caliber team because all they did was replace him and won the Super Bowl. But um, Stafford not healthy. Cooper Cup wasn't healthy. Puka Nakua, he's good. But yeah, hats off to Detroit. Detroit deserved that win. Yeah, yeah, and when you look at this game, man, I mean, they definitely, you know, took advantage of the home home field advantage. I mean, hats off to Jared Goff and, and that team, and, and I think the Laporta, the uh, the rookie uh, tight end there um, from Iowa. He was questionable coming into that game, and I and I said that this was going to be the difference in the game, and I thought, and I think it came out to be, you know, one out of a hundred, ladies and gentlemen, I got one right, but you know, or two right, you know, clock is, you know, a broke clock is twice, us uh, right twice a week, uh, twice a day, so I'm, I'm able to get that right. But yeah, I, I do think this team, and you know, we're going to talk about, you know, their matchup with uh, with Case Bucks in this, and, and, and in a moment. But yeah, I, I like this team. Yeah, I like the way that Dan Campbell has them playing. The Rams were arguably the hottest team 
going into the uh, going into the playoffs. Even though they you know they 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 rested their guys, you know, in week 18 against the 49ers, they they, they got that win, meaningless game for for both teams, but nonetheless, they showed the fight up until that point. Once they got that that playoff uh, position locked up and they knew they couldn't move up or down or out or what have you, they, they rested their guys and, and, and smartly, uh, smartly so. Uh, but the lines were just a little bit too much there. But, Kay, real quick, what say you? Or, um, you know, about the game, you can elaborate on the game a little bit if you want to. But my question more so, are the Lions a serious Super Bowl contender? Um, if they ain't have to go through the books, I would say yeah. <laughs> But since they have to go through the Bucks, I'm going to throw them out. Yeah, I like the Lions. Don't get me wrong. Um, You know, on a serious note, it's hard to beat a team twice in one season. Um, They got us early 20 to 6. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Here at that. Um, So going in there to, to, to for a playoff game, we're a veteran team. Um, I am a little nervous about their they, they receiving core. However, the four they have banged up, and um, I, I see us coming. We're going we gonna to bring the pain. Uh, we, we do hit. Um, so, yeah, he's going to have to deal with that. And uh, I think we'll be playing for something. Um, I know we haven't got to it, but um, both teams will be playing for home field, um, if you know where I'm going with that. Um so, um, oh, yeah, wow. Um, um, wow. Um, yeah, I let that sit, sink in a little bit. Wow. Yeah, I let that sink in, you know. Um, but, you know, seriously, I like I like Detroit. I really do. Um, I think um, golf has proven itself. I think uh, um, that's going to be a great move in about 10, 15 years, you know, how he was basically sent there to die, you know, football death, I mean. Um, you know, because Detroit was terrible. Um, and for them to be where they are now um, is, 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 is a great story. But I think the buck stops, uh, <clears throat> the buck stops uh, Sunday at uh, 3 p.m. Um, Eastern. Um, I think that's on uh, the bird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> buck stops. So serious Super Bowl contender, I will say no. Okay, shots fired, man. Ladies and gentlemen, and we'll, we'll elaborate. I'll elaborate. I did pick up what you were putting down there, brother. I, I caught the subliminal there, man. I caught the subliminal. All right, let's do this. We're gonna grab our first, we're gonna grab our next break here. When we come back, I want to dive into. Our, we're gonna re, we're gonna preview uh, the games of this week, uh, the divisional round, and then we're gonna get to East Scott's entertainment segments, ladies and gentlemen. If you're tuned in right now, and if you want to join, uh, if you want to join East Scott's uh, entertainment segment again, I'm putting up twenty five. So $25, that is. So if you can come out here and, and, and uh, beat uh, Kay uh, and myself, um, the, the money is yours. All right? Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with Kay Walking East Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, 
a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLaman.com. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we were recapping the uh, wild card weekend, giving our thoughts and opinions on um, the outcomes of the games and also some of the uh, the retainments or possible retainments. So with that being said, it's just been announced, ladies and gentlemen, that Mike McCarthy will be returning to the Dallas Cowboys as their head coach. So with that being said, before we dive into our uh, preview E of divisional rounds, uh, what say you about the the, uh, the Cowboys retaining uh, Mike McCarthy? Uh, I, I thought it was time for a divorce. I mean, again, <laughs> you, you needed to get rid of either him or Dak, and you're not in a position financially to get rid of Dak. So I thought Mike McCarthy would have had to go. Because, you know, now he's coaching on eggshells next season. He's in every game. If I lose, I could be gone yeah. just based on the support he received this off season. So, yeah, even though, I mean, you don't want to turn down money, but all money ain't good money. I don't think this is a good move for him. You know what, E, I agree, man. And there's something out there that I don't know what it is that um, – that Jerry Jones sees in Mike McCarthy. Maybe it's a guy that he just feels as a yes guy, that do boy, if you will. Um, I'm not trying to advocate that by any stretch of imagination, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, it's the same thing over and over again, man. It, it really is. And what's the definition of insanity? You know, you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So, you know, do you keep a Mike McCarthy, be, you know, because you expect a different result? I don't know what it is. Maybe he has some other plans up his sleeve, meaning Jerry Jones. 
a lot of people were saying that, you know, Bill Belichick was a good move, but I, I don't personally think that was a good move, in my opinion. I just didn't think that these two guys, that alpha males, that don't belong in the same in the same cage, if you will, because, E, what do you always say? You got two dogs in one cage and, and one, and, bowl, and, and one, one bowl. bowl. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to eat, you know what I mean? And in, in this case, it would be Jerry Jones. So, yeah, but maybe Jerry Jones has, you know, um, you know, another plan, how, how it's going to go, and um, and we'll see how it goes. You see, there's got to be some significant changes. If it's not going to be the head coach, you wonder what's going on with that, that quarterback. Now we got to start focusing on Dak Prescott. But, okay, uh, okay, real quick, thoughts and opinions on, on the Cowboys retaining uh, Mike McCarthy. So it's, it's it's two ways you can look at it, right? You can look at it on the insanity side, you know, mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over again, trying to get a different result. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can look at it as, uh, you know, a business move, you know, business move related to football. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to find a good coach to get consistent wins. Um, one thing they are doing in Dallas, like Miami is getting consistent wins, um, yeah. whether they're one round exit or not. Now, Mike McCarthy has been the coach there, what, five years, six years, something like that? Um, Four or five years. They, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, their, their streak of, you know, not really getting too far in the playoffs goes back almost 30 years. So that ain't all on Mike McCarthy, you know what I mean? So as a business move, you keep the consistency. And, and, and stay patient for your Super Bowl. As you said earlier, it's not not easy to come by, you know. Um, you stay patient for your Super Bowl, and you keep them yeah. seats full and Dallas stay Facts. and make your money, you know. Facts, brother. Facts there, for sure. All right, let's go. Well, we got a few minutes here before we dial in, uh, dive into uh, E. Scott's segment here. And again, ladies and gentlemen, putting up the 2-5 for E. Scott. We're uh, shooting for 830 here. Uh three four seven six three seven three two eight six ladies and gentlemen if you want to call in and uh you know and and uh you know participate. You know, it's it's, it's me and Kay right now. Uh but you know we, we take on all challenges for for, for sure. All right, e, um next game the the first game here that I want to talk about the pre uh we preview in the divisional round is the surprising Texans. You know, surprising Texans with the rookie head coach Domico Ryans and the head, I mean, the rookie um, uh, quarterback and C.J. Stroud, um, big win, you know, last week, uh, you know, demanding win. I mean, this this uh, this uh, convincing win. But they're going to the number one seed, Baltimore Ravens, who had pretty much, you know, three, two or three week rest, however you want to look at it, uh, going against Lamar, Demetrius Jackson, uh, Lamar, and those guys are getting Mark, uh, Mark Andrews back, a healthy Mark Andrews as well. What chance, if any, because a lot of people aren't giving the I mean, the, uh, the Texans a chance against the Ravens, um, but what, chan- what chance are you giving the Texans uh, against the, uh, the not only a favorite in this game, but a favorite for the, to win the Super Bowl as well? What say you? Well, I mean, I think the Texans got a puncher's chance, but very lightly, because I didn't see this coming from the Texans. I mean, right. I got to be honest, I hadn't watched a lot of Texans football, but I did watch this game, and see that rod is quite impressive. And I've always yeah. liked D'Amico Ryan going back to his San Francisco days. But, um, 
Lamar at home, I think he's going to be the two-time MVP. I, I do expect for Baltimore to win this one and to win it handedly. I mean, I think they will be in control the entire game. Yeah, I agree with you there, man. On everything you said, MVP, I think he wins that. I think that it was between him and Brock Purdy, even though I didn't, I don't care about the individual awards, ladies and gentlemen, between Brock Purdy as far as winning the Super, I mean the uh, the uh, MVP. But I definitely want him to win that Vince, the Vince Lombardi Trophy. But I agree with you here. Yeah, I think the Ravens get it done. I don't think it's going to be convincing as a lot of people think. Cause I do think that these guys are going to be ready to play. But I think the Ravens are going to, just going to be too much uh, for a C.J. Stroud and um, and the uh, the Texas the Texans as well. But uh, Kate, what say you? So this 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 here is more money I lost, man. Lord, <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, the Texans, man. Lord, they um they hot, man. Um, C.J. Yeah, I I can't say enough about him, man. Like he, he yeah. looks good. Um, he looked good. Um, but going into Baltimore, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared of this game for Baltimore. Um, I don't think oh, wow. uh, Houston is gonna win. Um, but like you said, I do think it's gonna be close. Um, and and you know Baltimore better be on their game because Houston is playing with uh, as he would say, house money. Um, yeah. So yeah, they 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 better be on their game. Um, but back to back to Houston, man, they 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 look good, man. Uh, they look comfortable. Um, they don't look like they don't look like they're even pressing, even though they're a young team. Um, so they're scary, um, and, and there's no telling how far they can go. Um, if they some kind of way upset um, Baltimore, um, I would pick them to go all the way um, with what's left, you know. Seriously, um, but yeah, I got. I, I think I think Baltimore should pull that one out. All right, good stuff. And I, I'm going in order as the games are going to be played, ladies and gentlemen. So the next game here, we got the Packers e at my, my San Francisco 49ers. Packers are very impressive on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. We talked about that uh, for the mo- for for a lot uh, of the show, for a bit of the show. Packers are, I mean, are are looking to uh, to beat this team. 49ers, you know, they haven't played for the most part in three weeks. You know, they're getting a lot of their guys back healthy right now. Um, how do you see this game playing out? E, do do you give the Packers a chance? A lot of people are saying, you know, the Packers could win this game. Um, but what say you about it? No, I think the love train comes to an end this week because although Jordan Love has played well this year, he really hasn't seen a defense like San Fran. And on this big of a stage, that 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 does hold a lot of weight. Um, I I I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I do got San Fran winning this one. All right, good stuff. I think Kay kind of alluded. He kind of gave a sneak peek there, if you will. If you guys paid attention, I think he kind of picked this game. But nonetheless, for confirmation, how do you feel about this game? Do you give the Packers a chance uh, to, to, to go into San Fran and Levi Stadium and then beat uh, the 49ers? Uh, well. Um, Clear the throat on that one, too, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we hey. – you know, the team that has nothing to lose on the love train, you know, as he said, uh, I'm going to stay with the love train. 
And yes, I think the Packers go into San Fran, uh, Candlestick, um, whatever you want to call it, whatever <laughs> it is this day. Whatever um, you want to call it. And pull off, and, and pull off the uh, Alcatraz. Uh, yeah, pull off the upset, man. Um, I think Green Bay is, is, is probably the hottest team in the NFC. Um, you know, even though I called uh, or will call my bucks against the, you know, Detroit. Um, I'm scared of I'm scared of Green Bay just because of how hot they are. I said going into the Dallas game that you know love is comfortable bite there. So yeah, man. Uh, for sake of time, I'm gonna call uh, uh, Green Bay over San Fran 21-14. Okay, that. That's that's bold, man. That's that's really bold. Not not just because you called the the twenty one fourteen, but you saying the forty nine ers are only going to score fourteen points against Green Bay at home. That's kind that's of cold. cold. That's that's really yeah, it really is, man. It really is. Um, you know, I, I get it, man. I, I get why. I, I think you know, if I, I I'm kind of picking up, you know, what what you put down for the most part, K. You don't want to see the forty nine ers. You don't want to see the way he does. I think that's what it is. I get it. I get it. But you know what? You know. But at the same time, yeah, you can't. You can't go. I'm not gonna. I by any stretch of the imagination, I'm not gonna go. Uh, you know, I'm disrespect the Packers for what you know, especially for what they did on the road against the Cowboys. A lot of people are saying Cowboys are you know insurance fraud. Um, I just think the 49ers right now are you know the most talented team, the best coach team. Well, with the pair team, if they can stay healthy, um, you know, I think that's the, the key to, to the 49ers. Um, you know, you look at it on paper, they're the best team in an NFC right now on paper. That doesn't mean anything uh, by any stretch, but I think the 49ers are on a redemption tour, if you will, because of what they went through last year and and how everything played out last year, especially in that that Eagles game. Um, and, uh, you alluded to it last, uh, earlier in the show, saying that you thought that the 49ers would have won, would have beaten the Eagles, um, had uh, Brock Purdy stayed healthy. If these guys can stay healthy, no major injuries that that occur, um, you know for sure. I, I think they get it done. Uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I, I don't think the line is like nine. I think it is. It was at nine and a half. It went down to nine, but. Uh, I don't think that matters uh, in this case, as long as they win, the 49ers win by one. It's all that matters. But um, I'm going to take the 49ers in a close game. I'm going to take them 24-20 in this game. I do think the Packers, you know, make it interesting, make it tough for the 49ers. It's not going to be easy um, by any stretch. But um, And um, just hope my guy, Jake Moody, uh, the kicker for the 49ers, comes up and plays big. I think he'll be the difference in, in this game. So I'm taking the 49ers here, 24-20. All right, next game here, E, uh, we're not close on time, so let's, let's make this real quick. So, E, um, we got uh, – who we got here? We got the Bucks and Lions. Uh, e, Bucks at Lions, um, how do you see this one, this one playing out? I'm going to ride with my boy Special K in the NFC South. I think the Bucks can go in there and get a victory because, like Kay said earlier, um, the Bucks ain't got nothing to play for. They're having fun. They look good. Um, um, Their the running game is a little worrisome, but I, I do think the Bucks can go in there and get it. 
Probably about no more than three points, but hey, a win is a win. Okay, exactly. Up, okay, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. It's hard for me to go against the Bucks because the way that they've been playing. But the Lions, if the Bucks were at home, I would take the Bucks here. Uh, K E, I, I have to go with the Lions here because only because they're at home. Only because they're at home. Nothing more. I, I think this is an evenly matched team. If you put them on a neutral site, I will take the Bucks. I will take the Bucks. But since, again, they're in Detroit, I'm going to take the Lions, and I'm going to say this is going to be one of the most exciting games that we've seen in the playoffs, you know, um, this year. So I'm going to take the Lions in the close one. I think it's going to be a 27-24 game. I'm going to get the edge to the Lions again, ladies and gentlemen, only because uh, the Lions are at home. If the Bucks were to win this game, I would not be surprised. And I'm not trying to play both sides of the fence here or both sides of the point, but I, I just have to take the Lions here. But, um, Kay, you kind of alluded to earlier, but speak on your Bucks, please, brother. Yeah, so I think these boys will be playing for uh, home field, you know, either way. You know, Detroit win, they'll be home. Bucks win, we back home. Um, so, <sighs> And yeah, I got the Bucks, man. Of course, mm-hmm. um, um, I'm gonna stick with what I said all season, first of 21. Um, so I'm gonna give it a 24, 24-17, 24-17 Bucks. Um, wow. You know, uh, you know that uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Alabama, uh, Williams. I think he's gonna have okay. a huge game, man, because we're gonna focus on St. Brian. Um, I do think Williams is going to have a big game, man. But, you know, we're going to do what we do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the bunny game is going to be shut down. Golf, golf, golf going to need to be on skate because uh, that pressure is coming. Um, so, yeah, 24-17, um, Buck Nation. All right, good stuff, man. Can't argue with that, brother. I can't argue with that. That's your team. You got to you ride with them, man. And I would ride with it. If it was a neutral side, if they were at home, I would ride with them too. <clears throat> Should be the last game here, and then we'll John. We got to get into the East Coast Entertainment segment. We got the uh, the Chiefs at Bills here. E wow. All right, we got Patrick Mahomes. We got Josh Allen. I mean, that's right there in itself is a uh, is a uh, marquee matchup. So with that being said, e, both teams it's going to be cold. It's, you know, both teams are used to that. Obviously, Kansas City, Buffalo. Um, do you still believe in Patrick Holmes and those guys? How do you see this one playing out, eh? Uh, this is, I'm going to actually give the edge to Buffalo only because, okay. like, um, Patrick Mahomes has eliminated Josh Allen in the past two years, but it's all been in Kansas City. So now if you believe in revenge, I think this is a revenge game. I think it will be yeah. close, but I do think Josh Allen will get this one. Also, if we put Patrick Mahomes, we got Patrick Mahomes, Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, and Lamar Jackson – that's a one in four chance of having two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. No, no, they got to yeah, get yeah. that. So they they got to roll. Past, <laughs> they got to roll somebody else out of there. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just joking about that. I but don't I, I, do think, I, I think this is a revenge game for Josh Allen, and I look for <laughs> Buffalo to steal this one. All right, that's not the conspiracy theory, and then you got by any stretch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but uh, Kay, what, what say you about uh, about this game, brother? 
Uh, I think the uh, title game is going to stay on the East Coast. Uh, so I got I got <laughs> Buffalo, um, snow rolling Kansas in uh, Buffalo. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be close, man. I think I think Kansas wow. is going to beat down. Um, seriously, um, I, they, Buffalo's hurt. Their feelings hurt. You know, they feel like they should have went last year or whatever, or should have beat Kansas mm-hmm. last year and year before and so on and so on, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, now they got them in their house. Um, I like, I like, and I'm going to call it wild. I like Buffalo 24-3. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, 24-3. So that, wow, okay. That's going to be interesting uh, for sure, man. I, I'm going to – I'm with you, E. I'm going to take the, the Bills at home. I just think that the uh, – the this, this is the, the, the year that the Chiefs have to say, okay, we're still good, but we're just, you know, a receiver – away or a quality receiver away, big-time receiver away from getting to that next level. And with that being said, I think that's ultimately going to be their demise, and I think Buffalo at home is hard to beat right now. Josh Allen, if he plays the way that he played last week, um, I think it's going to be hard for them to beat. So I'm going to take the Bills here. I take the Bills here 26 to 20 uh, – 26 – 19, 26-19, I'm going here. So we got the bills there. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, join us next week when we talk about the, 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 you know, the outcome of, of these. And then we got, and also, obviously, this is going to be the conference championships. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, uh, and stay on your toes. If you know, you already know. It's that time of the show where it's E. Scott's entertainment segment. Again, I am putting up. After the break, I'm putting up $25 to anyone who could beat me uh, tonight. <laughs> See, I don't, I, ladies and gentlemen, the heads up. I have no idea. Only thing I know is how many there's going to be. I have no idea what the category is going to be, what the questions are going to be, and where the daily devils are at any of that. Uh, so uh, you know, stay, stay, stay tuned for sure. All right, it's sports talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh. <laughs> How you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Lafayette, St. Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? They want to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, East Coast Entertainment segment is being brought to you by. Vintage Labs. Vintage Labs is bringing the, the best patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. To schedule a consultation with a pharmacist, please visit Vintage Labs Collection at VintageLabsCollection.com. Again, that is VintageLabsCollection.com. Take it away. Hey, guys, I got a good one for you tonight, and I'm glad it's the two of you because I think this would be a good head-up match. Movie quotes. I'm going to give you the quote. All you need to do is give me the movie. Most of them are popular quotes. Some of them are a little obscure, but I think you guys will do well. Uh, K-Walk, we're going to start with you, 1 through 23. All right, let's go with, let me see here. Uh, Just one moment here. I think someone, I thought someone wanted to join in. Uh, Just one moment. Uh, Give me number, uh, number one. Number one, leave the gun. 
Take the cannoli. Ah, uh, leave the gun. Take the cannoli. That the that's that the first one. Uh, Godfather. Godfather. Final answer. Godfather one is the correct answer. Just okay. okay. Thirteen. Number thirteen. That's a negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is four. Ooh, that's easy. Come on. Top Gun. Final answer. Top Gun is the correct answer. Okay, well. All right, give me number 21. Number 21. What country are you from? What ain't no country I ever heard of. Do they speak English and what? English, mother, do you speak it? Oh, all right. That sounds like a Samuel. I don't know. Is this Pulp Fiction final answer? Pulp Fiction is the correct answer. Oh, yes. Special K. Uh, let's go the other way, man. Let's get 12. <laughs> Number 12. You can't handle the truth. Oh. Dang it. Oh, man. You can't handle the truth. Um, oh. I don't know, man. Um, I can't you playing that first. Yeah. It's playing in my head, but I can't call it. I'm gonna have to pass. Oh, uh, that's a few good men. Final answer. That is correct. A few good men is the correct answer. K. Walt, where are you? All right, give me number twenty. <clears throat> number number twenty. Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's gladiator, final in. That is correct. Special K. Eleven. Number eleven. You killing me, Smalls? Oh <laughs> you don't know this. You can't know this. If you know this, you the man. You killing me, Smalls? Is that is that the Goonies? Final answer. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Special K, I mean, K-Walk. Yeah, that's a Sandlot, final answer. <laughs> that is Sandlot is the correct answer. Uh, K-Walk, where are you? All right, give me number, give me number seven. <clears throat> number seven, either they don't know, it don't show, or they just don't care about what's going on in the hood. going on in the hood. That's boys in the final answer. That is correct. Uh, Special K. You get 10. Uh, number 10. Show me the money. Um, uh, Cuba Gooden. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Cuba Tom. What's the movie, man? What's the name of the movie, man? Um, um, oh, man. Come on, man. I know the movie. I can't call the name of the movie, man. Um, I can't remember. Final answer. K. Walk. <laughs> yeah, you had me at hello, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Jerry Maguire yeah, is the correct. Uh, Jerry Maguire is the correct <laughs> answer. Uh, K. Walk. 
Give me number 23. <clears throat> number 23. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> oh, God, I watched this movie. <laughs> Tombstone, final answer. <laughs> Tombstone is the correct answer. <laughs> uh, so, okay, this is shaping up to be a Dallas Cowboy Green Bay situation. <laughs> give, me, give me a number. More hey, like he's got some, he's, Miami. He's got some garbage yeah. down here. Yeah, no, daily double to the left. Three Let me get nine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number nine. You ever dance with the devil by the pale of the moonlight? Oh, yeah. Uh, devil in the red dress. Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Okay, well, um, I don't know which one it was, but it was... Batman. I don't know which one, though. To say Batman, follow answer. I don't know which one. That is correct. It's the original Batman mm-hmm. with Michael Keaton. Okay. And okay. Jack Nicholson. Uh, K-Y, right. where are you? Give me number eight. <clears throat> number eight, Daily Double. Oh. Since you got five, you got 10, 20, 30, 40, 45. All right. K got five, you said? Yeah. All right, I'll have to make sure I do. Um, for, I'll do I'll do forty, man. Keep it interesting. Let's oh, do forty. Let's do forty. Okay. Wow. Of all the gin I... joints and all the towns in the world, she walks <sighs> into mine. Uh, all right. Okay, you might got lucky on this one. On all the gin joints and all this, uh, I don't know this one. Okay, I don't. Um, so we are gonna make it a game now. Um. With that being said, uh, the gin joints and all that she walks into mine. I don't know. So with that being said, I'm just going to say um, it's a Western movie. I don't know. Clint Eastwood, um, the good, uh, good, but the, the, I don't know, man. I don't know. Follow I don't know. What is that? Okay. That's Casablanca. Casablanca. Yeah, Kevin. Okay, we yeah, got ourselves man. a game. It's five to five. Yeah. Uh, if we got so man, uh, 14. Number 14, Daily Devil. Well, there we go. You got five, you can risk up to ten. Little 10-piece chicken. Your clue, there's no crying in baseball. You don't know this one. Uh, Major League, final answer. Now, the correct answer was a league of their own. A league of their own. Madonna. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're still good, though. We're still a close game. Uh, K-Walk. All right. Give me number one, five. Fifteen. Number 15, release the Kraken. Oh. Release the Kraken. Oh, I don't know that one, bro. Um, let's just go with uh, Silence of the Lambs. Followers, I don't know. Okay, uh, switch K. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Alien. <laughs> Fine answer. Now the correct answer is Clash of the Titans. Switch K. We don't know. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Let me get sixteen. Number 16, I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> snakes on the plane. Right. Um, 
<laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> where's he, where's K at right now? Uh, he's zero he's five. On the five. He's on the five. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. Actually, no. He went for ten on the last. Yeah. You're right. He's at zero, and you have okay. five. Okay. Cool. Um, All right. Give me. Yeah. Give me number mm, twenty-two. <clears throat> number twenty-two. Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> That's the time to kill. Final answer. <clears throat> that is correct. Uh, Mr. K. What's left? Uh, let me see. We got two, three, four, five, six, uh, 17, 18, 19. Let me get six. <clears throat> Number six. Money talk and BS run a marathon. So sick uh, and I wouldn't want to be. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to be. Uh, you know that one, brother. Oh. Is that dead president? Finance? Incorrect. Nah, that's New Jack City. Finally. Yeah, that's the opening scene. New Jack City when they got him on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on the bridge, yep. Yeah. K-Walk. All right, let me find this nice daily double. Where you at? Where you at? Give me number four. <clears throat> Number four, I'm putting cases on all you. You think you can do this to me? I need that money, Jake. Jake! I, need that money. I, was just, I was just reciting that the other day. Uh, that's training day, final answer. That is correct. Uh, so, okay. We got two, three, five, 17, 18, 19. One day they double up. You get two. Number two, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Back in. Ooh. Hell, I don't know. Uh, Scarface, finally. Huh, um, Godfather. Is that one or two? Godfather. I'm going to say Godfather. Godfather. Godfather, two. Godfather two. Godfather okay. two. Godfather two. Finally. Unfortunately, incorrect. That's actually from Godfather three. Ah, you serious? Okay, the one I the one I watched like <laughs> two times. Is that? Uh, uh, whose question was that? That was K. Uh, that K-Wall. was K. Yeah. Give me nineteen. This is Sparta. Sparta, really? Uh, Three hundred followers. All over you. <laughs> Three hundred is correct. <laughs> uh, so it's okay. 18. Number 18. With great power comes great responsibility. Ah. It's my alter ego. Well, the third alter ego. Is that Superman? Final answer? Final answer. Okay. Okay, well. Yeah, it's Spider-Man, follow it. You were in the yeah. right genre, but yeah, yeah. it's Spider-Man. Uh, K-Walk. All right, give me number 17. One, seven. Number 17. Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> That's Captain Phillips, follow answer. <laughs> that is that is correct. 
Uh, Sister <laughs> K, we got three and five. One of them's a daily double. Fever, you fever. Daily double. Ooh. I'm all uh, in. I'm all twenty. You you that wouldn't help. Here's your clue. Any more letters come for me? Could be, could be not. Color purple. Final. That is correct. That puts you back on the board. Last clue for you, uh, K Walk. Funny how? Funny like a clown? As in I amuse you? Gosh, I know it's Joe Pesci. I can't always get these two movies confused. It's either Goodfellas or it's Casino. I'm going to go with Goodfellas, final answer. Goodfellas is the correct answer. All right. Uh, K-Y finished with 10. You finished with a whole bunch. You can cue some music. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Medals round my neck because I won, I won. Now my mama dead because I won, I won. I am making bad to what I want. All right, guys, that was a good one. I thought it would have been a little closer than it was. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, how much time we got left? I think we got about five minutes left. Okay, well, I'm going to take my home. Yeah, indeed, man. And, okay, I, I tried to give it to you, man. Well, I tried to, you know, I thought I messed up on that last one. I, I got a little cocky, man, but um, but um, nonetheless, it, it panned out for uh, for sure. All right, uh, good stuff there, guys. Uh, okay, thank you so much for joining us, as always, brother. And, um, you know, we'll be we'll be dialed into uh, this weekend's game. Um, you know, hopefully your, your predictions as far as the Packers and 49ers game goes wrong, goes awry for you. Don't put any money on it, man, so I don't want you to, I don't want to wish anybody to lose any money. <laughs> but good stuff there. And, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're just joining us right now, another Another uh, shout out to uh, to uh, my brother from another mother, my co-host for many years. Right now, happy birthday to you, brother man. Hope you finish it out. So, you know, happy on birthday, Brandon. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. And like I always want to leave you guys with something. I always want to leave you guys with something. I'll leave you with this: You only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. All right. For E. Scott, I am K. Walk. For Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yo. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get the shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine. I get the shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Good. Y'all pop the trunk. 